It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. X gon' give it to you. That's right, X is going to give it to you. A really short and sharp grand final edition on It's Time for a Beer this week. West Coast captain Luke Ashui is good enough to sit down, have a quick chat about his season, the grand final, and who he expects to win, Norm Smith and the margin. We won't dilly-dally too long here at the beginning because we've got to get it up. And I've got a roof that's coming down at home. A ceiling's collapsing. If you haven't seen the last ceiling that collapsed, it nearly killed me last time. About 12 months ago, jump on my socials and check it out. Jesus Christ, it came down hard, hey? Hope everyone back in Victoria can have an okay day tomorrow. You're in a shit situation being a Victorian myself. I absolutely craved grand final day. So I am thinking of you. Um, unfortunately, this year is not your year. But um, sit back, have a few stubbies if you can, and, and enjoy the day if you've got someone in your house. If you are a Geelong or Richmond supporter, all the very, very best. Before we do get to Luke Shuey, I must say a very, very big thank you to Exchange Depot, change for change. Now, you wonder what Exchange Depot is. It's the new scheme where you can bring your used containers and simply get your money back. Gee whiz, how easy is that? People have hit me up on my socials personally and said thank you because their containers were crushed. But guess what? They're accepted. There's no limits on returns. The government will say, oh, you can't hoard, you can't hoard, you can't. Well, you can. You certainly can exchange depot. I'm telling you right now. Other exchange programs, they give you vouchers. If you swim to Rotto nude and then jump on a boat, swim with sharks and then parachute over Australia and then they'll give you a voucher to go to Coles. Well, that's not the situation here. They pay cash on the spot. ExchangeDepot.com. Check them out for your nearest location. There's five in WA. Bayswater, Esperance, Forest Field, Quinana and Picton. And the little slogan I made up for them, crack it, smash it, glum, 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 stash it. And then guess what you do? You cash it. That's Exchange Depot. And check them out on socials, exchange underscore depot. All right, time to get into Luke Shuey. All right, it's time for a beer with West Coast captain, North Smith medalist. Luke Shuey, welcome back to the podcast. Second time, well done, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm the um, first guest to be called back, so I've done something right. Yeah, you have. We'll usually turn up here and it's free piss, so <laughs> that's the only reason why I've come back. I'm, I'm broke. I'm waiting until the 15th of next month. Cheers, hey, mate. Good cheers. Beautiful. Uh, mates, now, I just thought it'd be a really good opportunity to have a quick uh, podcast around the grand final, obviously, tomorrow, uh, Geelong v Richmond. Uh, is happy with those two teams? Oh, I think they're the best two of the season. Yeah. Um, given everything the year through us, the fact that these teams have been on the road for over 100 days and, and still found a way to um, you know, make it to the big dance uh, reflects that they're, they're probably the best two sides in the competition this year. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we'll quickly touch on your your own season. Three hamstrings uh, on the road. We've <laughs> well done that, haven't we? Bit of a shit show in the end. Um, how did you, how did you um, in your own mind, reflect on your own personal season? Um, yeah, soft tissue is not something that you've, you've dealt with, but you've dealt with it a few times. But, um, yeah, how did, you, how did you reflect on your own season? Um, well, it was, it was challenging. I mean, as, as captain... Um, the only thing you, you want to do is um, perform well on field. And so the, the fact I couldn't get out out there was was frustrating at times. But, um, you know, the challenge is always finding other ways to um, lead and, and help. And um, I was able to do that in, in other ways. But, yeah, disappointing for us to finish the way we did and, and not 
probably play as consistently as we needed to throughout the home and away season to give, give ourselves a good chance for finals. I think you said something to me one day when I asked what you thought of the season. You made it. You made a point. You said, well, the ladder doesn't lie. It tells a story. And you're like, it's pretty true, yeah. isn't it? Like, it yeah. just doesn't lie at the end of the season. You can have as many excuses as you want. But yeah. uh, fact is fact. Um, and uh, I do need to talk about one quick list management. Are you okay? Uh, your, your, your little boy <laughs> has yeah, been I lost my son. You um, lost your son. I mean, that must have been hard for you, your, your, your oldest son to be yeah. moved on from the club. Talking about Hamish Brayshaw, an absolute ripping lad. Um, <laughs> how's he come the last couple of days? Um, he's definition of pinning the ears back. Uh, mm. He has done the last couple of days, which has been good for him. But um, yeah, no, it's sad. Always a sad time of the year. You always lose yep. people. Um, but that's the industry we're in and uh, as the old saying goes, mate, they're just leaving a job. They're not dead. So. Absolutely, that's right. Well, why haven't you rang me in the last four years? <laughs> um, hey, mate, we will um, I'll move. Last one from West Coast. You must be thrilled to have seen Nick Nat uh, win the best and fairest. Uh, the Ross, uh, the, the John, John Westfold medal. Uh, he's worked his backside off. Uh, just go over the line against Gaffey, followed by... Brad Shepard, I think it was. So yeah. um, Nick Nat deserving. Uh, good to see him get some recognition for the stuff that he does for you in a game. Yeah, yeah, he, he was terrific. And I, you know, I said the other day to you that I think on face value, looking at our season, um, yeah, it's probably no surprise he's, he's our best and fairest winner. And um, as as we say, the the latter never lies and tells a pretty good picture yeah. of the season. I think yeah, our best and fairest um, does as well. And yeah, he. he that, I think. Absolutely. Hey, let's move on to the grand final because this is just, just going to be a little short one because my ceiling's about to collapse at home and you've got a sleeping kid. So <laughs> it's working. And we're, we're having beers tomorrow at my place. And I don't want to use that conversation up and sit there like stale bottles of pistolers looking at each other going, what the fuck are we going to do now? Um, mate, so, so the grand final, right? We've got, uh, as we said, probably the two best teams been on the road for a long time. The interstate, they're, now they've all both have played in grand finals recently. So there's a few players obviously that haven't played in grand finals, but a, a lot have. It'll be the first time they've had to play in an interstate grand final, essentially. Uh, hotel mm. the night before. What, what, what do you do the night before a grand final as an interstate team? Um, I don't think too much changes from other away games. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, the week's different. So you've got the grand final parade or the hoo-ha that comes with grand final. But certainly the night before a game. Well, none of that this year anyway. So you literally... Well, roll, true. It, it almost yeah. is a home and away game. Yeah. Um, I think by the time the day before the game comes around, uh, all the hoo-ha's done with. So yeah. the night, well, tonight, for, for teams, uh, for Geelong and Richmond, will be pretty normal, I think. Dinner yeah. at the hotel. Obviously, this year's different, so they're, they're under protocol, so there'll be mm-hmm. nothing going on outside. But um, No yeah. tinders or anything for the young boys? Well, I wouldn't have thought. I'd be advising no. not to. Yeah, not on the <laughs> eve of the, the biggest <laughs> game of your life, but imagine you never know. De- imagine dealing with that. <laughs> Stranger <laughs> things have happened You've got year. someone sneaking someone into the, the biosecurity area not before the grand final. Needs a, uh, needs a pressure valve release. It gets me nervous <laughs> down before the big game. Mate, you actually lost your nails the night before the game, didn't you? Were you that did, nervous? Yeah. You chewed the whole lot off? Yeah, I, day of the game, I'd, um, I'd grow my nails back. And, yeah. and they were getting long anyway. And they were probably at the point where I needed to take, you know, half a mil off yeah. just at, at a real dangerous length, which probably isn't a bad thing going in green eh? You swap a few. and Yeah. But anyway, I thought I'll take a little bit of um, take a little bit of length off and within 10 minutes I'll take the whole thing off. <laughs> anyway. Did you go, do you guys have a team meeting and stuff before the night before or what, when, when as an interstate grand final, when are you cut and you literally just go back to your own room, uh, you can chill, do your family stuff. Obviously yeah. this year might be a bit difficult with... Um, lockdown, but like, are you sort of much left to your own devices and um, dinner and go to bed and chill yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. I think your last meeting is probably around your, your training session the yeah. day before the game, and then 
you try and replicate away games as much. You try and replicate being at home as much as possible. So once you leave training and and you, you're done with your last team meeting, um, you try and give the players a bit of time off to mm-hmm. relax and, and prepare and do what they need to do. Well, so mate, we'll move on to the actual match. You've got Geelong and, and Richmond. Um, Every sort of team in every footy club, I'm certain it happens. You know, the day before the game, you do your captain's run or your final meeting or whatever it is. Uh, and generally, a coach will just simply put up one or two things you want to do well, one or two things that you want to stop the opposition doing well. We'll start with Geelong. Um, say you, you're playing against Geelong or you're the coach of Richmond or Damien. What, what are the one or two, three things that uh, the Cats do well that uh, you, you guys will want to stop? I think you look at key personnel first. Yeah. And for Geelong, I think... Tommy Hawkins has probably been the most valuable player yeah, this year absolutely. in the competition. Um, yeah, Lockie Neal obviously won the brown though, and yeah. he, he was head and shoulders above any other midfielder. But in terms of importance to a side, I think Tommy Hawkins probably number one this year. Yep. He's shown that. Um, so I think for Richmond, being able to stop any quick ball inside Geelong's 450, where you know when he's isolated one on one, sometimes even one v two, yeah, it's um it's good night back to the centre bounce and set up again. So yep. you probably want to um. You know, slow the ball movement down as much as you can for Geelong when, when they're going forward and, and not allowing Tomahawk to get one-on-one and, and do his thing inside 50 because I reckon most defences will struggle against Big Tom. When you say slow the ball down, so does that mean literally when it's in Geelong's, Geelong have got the ball in the half-back line and it sounds silly, but try and get up the ground as high as you can so it forces them to kick it long? Is that yeah, pretty much about and I, I think just buying time for all your defenders to, to get back and um, you know, your, your midfielders and your wingers to drop back and just get numbers back in, in front of Geelong's forwards. Yeah. Because, um, you know, not just Tomahawk, but, um, you know, Ablett, obviously, uh, everyone knows how good he is. Gary Rowan's got speed. that When, yeah. when they're isolated, they're a dangerous forward long. So yeah. you want to be able to get numbers back and, and slow the ball down a little bit. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield's obviously a player spoken about a lot, forward, uh, midfield. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter or you know I'm an advocate for Danger to probably play midfield as opposed to forward. It's backfired a couple of times. I tweeted he's not a forward sphincter. Turns out he kicked four in the next game. And he's pretty good up forward, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, a bit of, he's, he's a pretty good player all round. That's my point. He's, people go, oh, you think he's fucking shit as a forward. He's not shit as a forward. Reckon he could go back? He could go back. Of course he could. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'd end up playing on him and manning him up. Like, of course he could. Uh, where, where do you, when you've got Dangerfield and you're planning around Danger, what, what sort of stuff do you expect him and where would you like to see him tomorrow? Yeah, I, I had a conversation with someone, I can't remember who it was, a few weeks back. And it was, if Geelong make the granny this year, do you start Ablett, Salwood, Dangerfield, all on ball, just at the yeah. first bounce? Send your season campaigners in there at the first bounce. Cauldron's hot. Just let the experienced big dogs go to work for two or three minutes. And yeah. then you can then you can fizzle Danger forward if you want. Send Gaz forward, but yeah. send your send your experienced heads on ball early. Um, well, if I'm Shy Bolton in my first grand final and Gary Ablett's standing next to me in the first <laughs> centre bounce, you think, oh, Jesus. And then you try and rotate and you end up on Joel. Yeah. Or you think, no, I don't want to do that. So you end up on danger. Who you know he's going to go hit to at 1,000 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah, no, it's not a winner. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? Like, they've got that power. And it didn't quite work out for Geelong as they thought when they first brought Ablett back. The whole, um, what are they calling it? Gaz Cell danger or bloody something. That's some fancy name for it. <laughs> it hasn't worked out that way, but it's not a bad option in, in a grand final just to go for two or three minutes. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. But with danger, what percentage would you think potentially if you were playing against him, would you rather see him forward as a midfielder or do you like him in there? If, if I'm playing against him, I like him forward because yeah. then hopefully we can actually win the ball in the middle. And, yeah. Um, if I'm Geelong, a lot of it's game script. You know, yeah. you start him on ball um, and then hopefully get the ball forward. And if... If he wants to rest forward and Geelong can keep getting inside fifties without him in the midfield, yeah. then by all means keep him forward. But yeah. if you, if the ball's being played in Richmond's forward half, 
you probably need your, your best on board to get in there and go to work. Now, Richmond don't tag. Would you consider tagging? If you would, um, you didn't get tagged in a grand final uh, and you won a Norm Smith. Not many tags happen these days. Yeah, I think no, Paul, I wouldn't. No, I'd you'd let keep doing what go. they've done all yeah, year. Keep going. Yeah. All right, we'll go to Richmond because, um, as I said, we don't want to hang around too long. My ceiling is probably on my wife at the moment. I'll be home <laughs> in 15 m. Um, you've got Richmond. I, I just can't work out what they do well, but they just do it well. Like, mm. it's just that crash, bash, move it on. So what, what what are the two or three things they do brilliantly which might set them up for the grand final tomorrow? If you're Geelong, what are you looking for? Um, I think Richmond, uh, yeah, they're good at everything uh, all over the ground, but they, they feast off... Um, turnovers in their back half, you know, and and a lot of people say their game plan isn't winning clearances. Their game their game plan is, um, you know, winning the ball back in their back line and yeah. going quick. But of course they want to win the clearances. Yeah. But if they don't, um, their back line's as good as any is intercepting and then going real quick. So I think for Geelong, you want to be able to um, move the ball forward, get it into your yeah. boards, and if you're going to turn the ball over, you got to be able to defend behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, being smart with uh, where you kick the ball, um, what you're doing off the ball. Um, and hopefully slow down their their quick and straight handball game. I think they got two. They got two absolute mega stars, um, Danger and uh, sorry uh, Martin and I think Tom Lynch probably. Obviously they got good players everywhere. Who would you go? Would you go Harry Taylor or would you go Henderson in his first final? First up on Tom Lynch. Uh, I think you send your best back. Yeah. To Richmond, so whoever Geelong deem that to be, I think it's Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki. It's old, it's old Harry Taylor, mate. Have you seen him run around? He looks like he's, he's a weapon. He's a weapon, mate. <laughs> he's good as your wife walks through with a pregnant belly and spanks on. <laughs> Bloody hell, seen it all. <laughs> I think you send Harry to Tom Lynch. Yeah, um, Tommy's got the cape, big Tommy at either end. Yeah, there, I think Tommy Tom Lynch. Off. Tommy Lynch can, can tear a game apart. Yeah, yeah. and I, I spoke to you on radio this week about it too. He's been unfairly treated a bit, Tom Lynch, hasn't oh, he? Mate, ridiculous. He, um, and I said to you on radio the other day that. I don't think the general public understand the headspace you need to get in yeah. when you play an AFL game. You need to be in a, a mindset of doing whatever it takes to win, and mm. sometimes you, sometimes you cross the line of um, not what's fair, but um, you know, clean, dirty, mm. throw a few stray elbows. Yeah, and everyone's we've all done it. Um, people need to understand that if you're not in that mindset, you're not going to make it. Yeah, you know, it's a competition where. Um, Dog at dog world, really. I still remember my conversation with you like the first couple of times I saw you. Stop S- getting suspended. Stop fucking getting suspended. Stop hitting people. <laughs> well, Tom Lynch hasn't been suspended. He's done well. He's Mate, he's nailed it. He's, he's nailed it. He he's hasn't been, I don't know what people's issue is. He hasn't been suspended. Yeah, I know. And it's, it, we're sort of acting like he's done a Barry Hall or something with the big roundhouse. He hasn't yeah. done anything like that and the beer being thrown on him. If he had a jump the fence then, I would have supported that and gone, well, here you go. Good luck. Yeah, I saw a thing this morning. Is, like You talk about wanting your team to play on edge and you know, Hawthorne did it as well as anyone for a number of years, but three most fined players in the competition mm. are Lynch, Rearwalt and Dusty Martin. Yeah, and they can all afford it. <laughs> whereas, whereas the one time I got a fine for kneeing Joe Danaher, I wanted to fight it. And they said, mate, you're about an inch from breaking his neck. No. I, I reckon you told me about a good theory. Maybe Hawthorne did it was uh, if there's a tag player, go after him, do whatever you need to do. If you get fined, club will pay the fine. Well, that's what you hoped. Liam Shields, I don't think he ever got the ba- I don't think he ever got the check back. But someone said that the other day to me, actually, that the club would happily uh, happily wipe it. Um, all right, we'll move on. Uh, sorry, Dusty Martin, last one on Richmond. Uh, wins his third North Smith, potentially. They win. They're probably going to be a three-time North Smith because that's just the way it rolls. Where are you playing? Oh, like danger, mate. Start yeah. him on ball. Best two or three players in the competition. Um, and then game script, if ball's getting played in Richmond's fourth half, send yep. him deep, let him do his thing. 
All right, you got a, a margin, a team, and a Norm Smith for us? I'm going to bet with my heart. Yeah. All right, Geelong. Yeah. Bye. You're mates with some Cats boys as well, so. Well, obviously, the uh, yeah, I played seven or eight years with Scooter. So best was mate. Best man yep. at my wedding. Um, so I've got to know Joel really well. Yeah. I know your mates with Joel and a few of the Geelong boys. But, yeah, um, I think the fairy tale for Gaz going yeah. out, it's a great story. Oh, mate. Um, How's Danger CV going to look if he wins a flag? I know, well? I know. And wins a norm. Imagine he wins a norm. Which oh, is, the, you know, yeah. he's short odds. Well, he's, so who do you reckon norm? Um, Joel. Jo- Joel? Yeah, I'm going to go Joey. Jeez, we has jo- Joel's CV as well. Have yeah, that's no, incredible. First time Premiership captain. It's, it's, it's a good story on next to the other three. What do you, who, Says the wife, get, we've, got, we've got the crowd. Who do you reckon, mate? Dange. Dange. There you go. And, as she blushes. You've got, you got a crush on Dange. No, a little bit. Oh. Right. <laughs> I mean, Luke's pretty good. He won a Norm Smith. Hey, quickly, why I mentioned you winning Norm Smith, and I did mention in the first podcast I did, the story about you winning the Norm Smith. Now, if you do have a bet on the weekend and you, you, you do live betting, and, and Luke can't and doesn't endorse it at all, but I can. So keep your eye on this story. What happened to you when you won the Norm Smith? Um, uh, yeah, someone from the AFL came, came out to me. As soon as um, the siren went? Not long after, yeah. Yeah. Um, and just informed me that, it, that I'd won it, which um, I always thought it was... You know, like all the different medals and best on grand medals you can win in certain games, I would have thought you didn't find out until it was announced. Yeah. But uh, no, he came out to me and, and gave him a tap on the shoulder um, and uh, got some advice not to swear. Yeah. Which I wasn't going to do. No. Thank Collingwood, which I was going to do. It's, but it's also not the D fourths at Mandra. Like, you, you, you've, you've done your training, you're a pretty respectable person. You, you're not, you know, the D fourths have had eight stubbies by the time they get on the stage. I mean, you, you're probably pretty respectful, respected human and respectful to the process. I, I, I understand why they do it. Um, but yeah, anyway, so what were you getting at with the betting stuff? Uh, if, if you see an AFL official <laughs> on the field who you think looks like an idiot, he's sneaking towards the Norm Smith medal winner to whisper in his ear and say, they probably cut the betting as soon as the game's off. No, it still runs. No? It still runs. Yeah, I right. tried to get on myself in LA. Oh, right, and, and, you know, they're still alive, but no, I'm joking. Hey, uh, Luke Shuey, thank you very much for, for jumping on. Uh, just to quickly reflect, you've gone with Geelong uh, and you've gone with Joel Salwood as the Norm Smith. And as we do finish on Geelong, Gary Ablett, I must say, we've quickly better touch on that. As good as we've seen, uh, as good as you've played against. Oh, yeah, like he's obviously his best is a high, high level. He's won Brownlow medals, but. Um, I think what separates him from a lot of guys is, is um, how long he was able to do it. Yeah. And, you know, like there's Sam Mitchell did it yeah. for so long. Joel's done it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like Gaz, Gaz's body of work over – he's probably at the top of his game for eight years. Mm. That, like it's ridiculous. I've barely played eight years in the competition. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's – so good. He's so good. The um, yeah, thanks very much, mate. I must say, in lockdown, at first our time we went into lockdown, I played one game of online poker against Gaz, or two, and he won the table twice. Of he did. But I had to transfer him fifty bucks, so I have his bank details. So every time I go pay a bill, <laughs> the very top of my list is Gary Ablett. It, I just get a little horn over it's it. A sh- it's a shame you can only transfer and you can't take out. No, that's what I was, no, no, no. Now I've got the details. It'd be heavy, wouldn't it? I'm <laughs> like Donald Trump, mate. I've got Russian mates. <laughs> I'm going to sort this shit out. Anyway, thank you very much, Boots. Look forward to seeing no, you tomorrow mate. for a few stubbies. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs>
That's me finishing off my last couple of stubbies after that podcast with Luke Shuey. I must say thank you very much to Boots. He's always very generous with his time. What a mega start. Norm Smith, medalist, premiership player. Absolutely love him. One of the best blokes you'll meet in AFL football. Also, I have to thank the Exchange Depot, Change for Change. They're very supportive of people doing podcasts, but also recycling. Guess what? This is what you're going to do after you drink your stubbies tomorrow. You have a big session. You put them away, you stash them away. Then you take them to one in five locations around WA, Bayswater, Esperance, Forestfield, Quinana and Picton. And there's been a couple of issues with the programs running through WA. They limit you, not at Exchange Depot. Bring as many as much as you've got down. No dramas at all. But people are getting turned back because their containers are crushed. I've had people hit me up on uh, socials saying that certain ones don't let you in. Well, any container is acceptable. It doesn't matter what the condition is. Bring it down. And of course, there's none of this stuff about getting vouchers and doing shit that you don't need to do. Cash on the spot. That's right. Crack it, smack it, stash it, cash it. Exchange Depot. Check them out on their socials. Exchange underscore Depot. Cheers, guys. Have a bloody good grand final day. Hopefully your team wins. If you're having a bet, good luck.